Hell hath no fury like a commissioner scorned, or at least that's how the old adage goes when talking about the National Football League. News came out Monday that the NFL is seeking millions of dollars from Dallas Cowboys owner Jerry Jones as part of either a fine or a reimbursement of legal fees, depending on who you believe. The initial story that appeared in the New York Times stated that Jones was being fined for conduct detrimental to the league, presumably for his role in both attempting to stall the contract extension of Commissioner Roger Goodell, as well as publicly admonishing the league and commissioner's decision to suspend his team star running back Ezekiel Elliott for six games. At one point, Jones had even considered legal action against the league he is a part of, threatening to sue the league if they went ahead with Goodell's contract extension. Jones was unhappy that the commissioner would be receiving such a lucrative new deal, especially in the wake of declining television ratings, numerous public relations blunders, and probably most important to Jones, suspending Elliott, despite lacking significant evidence to do so. All of that has now led to this, where whether it's a fine or reimbursement, it's something that's expected to cost the Cowboys owner in the neighborhood of $2 million. Not too long after the story in the Times broke, which characterized this as a fine, the NFL talking heads got involved and insisted that wasn't the case, and it was simply a reimbursement as part of a long-time rule in the NFL books. The league is citing a rule that says if an owner, in this case Jerry Jones, brings a suit against the league and its other owners, then that owner must in turn reimburse everyone for any legal fees they incur. It's important to note Jerry Jones never actually sued the NFL. He just threatened it. His team's running back, Ezekiel Elliott, did however sue the league in an ultimately failed attempt to avoid his suspension. Elliott's suit had nothing to do with Jerry Jones as Jones didn't pay his legal team or to anyone's knowledge advise him in any legal capacity. However, the other owners argue Jones should have to pay all of the legal fees that they spent on lawyers to defend themselves in the chance that Jones did in fact sue the league. Again, Jones never sued, just threatened, but apparently that threat was enough for the other owners to feel like they needed to lawyer up and pay what I'm sure are ungodly rates to their respective attorneys. Jerry Jones will also be required to reimburse the NFL for all of their legal fees that they spent during the Ezekiel Elliott suspension case, despite Jones again having nothing to do with that besides being the person that signs Elliott's game checks. If this seems vindictive by the league, it is. I'm not Jerry Jones's fan by any means, but this is ridiculous. At the end of the day, what did he even do? He talked a big game, made some threats, and ultimately did nothing but run his mouth. His star player did take the NFL to court, but that was Elliott's decision, not Jerry Jones. It all stinks of the supreme pettiness and thin skin that we already know are defining traits of many of the NFL owners, but more specifically, Commissioner Roger Goodell. No one has ever accused the commissioner as being an, uh, an easygoing guy. Jones publicly called into question the job he was doing, quite fairly I might add, and ran a campaign to try and keep Goodell from getting his next contract. There's no way Roger Goodell was going to just let that go. And now, with the security of a long-term deal in place, as well as the backing from pretty much every other owner, Goodell has found a way to get back at the owner of the Dallas Cowboys. The league can call this whatever they want, a reimbursement or whatever, 
But at the end of the day, the New York Times, who had it first, had it right. This is absolutely a fine levied by the league to Jerry Jones at the behest of Commissioner Goodell. The Patriots never had to compensate the NFL for the legal fees they incurred during the Tom Brady deflategate case that dragged on far longer than Elliott's. The only reason Jerry Jones is being stuck with a $2 million bill right now is because he took a shot at the commissioner and missed, and now he's paying the price. I'm Jet Stryer, and this is your home for the best quick-hitting sports news, only on Anchor. The NHL trade deadline has officially come and gone, and some of the league's best teams were loading up to try to make a run at the Stanley Cup, while others were content to start their rebuilding process. The action kicked off on Sunday when the Rangers dealt star wing Rick Nash to the Bruins for a package that included Ryan Spooner, a first-round pick, and prospects. Then on Monday, the Rangers weren't done gutting their team as they made another huge deal, sending team captain defenseman Ryan McDonough as well as forward JT Miller to the Tampa Bay Lightning. In return, New York receives a 2018 first-round pick, a conditional 2019 second-round selection, Ford Vladislav Nemesenkov, and a couple of prospects. Tampa Bay now gets two high-level talents to add to their already loaded roster that boasts the best record in the league at 43-17, and 17, as well as the most points with 89. The St. Louis Blues dealt center Paul Statsny to the Winnipeg Jets in exchange for a 2018 first-rounder and 2020 fourth-rounder and a prospect. Statsny joins a Jets team that is currently second in the Central Division by a narrow margin, as his addition will hope to bolster their team's chance at a top seed in the playoffs. Star winger Evander Kane was sent to the San Jose Sharks, coming from the Buffalo Sabres. In exchange, Buffalo receives German-born Daniel Regan, a 24-year-old center, as well as a 2019 conditional first and 2020 conditional fourth rounder. The Las Vegas Golden Knights made a deal on their franchise's first-ever trade deadline, acquiring left-wing Tomas Tatar from Detroit. Heading to the Red Red Wings will be a trio of picks, a 2018 first-rounder, 2019 second-rounder, and 2021 third-rounder. On the year, Tatar has 16 goals and will look to help the Vegas team that has been the biggest surprise in the NHL this year, leading the Western Conference with a record of 41-16 and and 87 points in their first season in the NHL. It was a flurry of action with teams in both divisions jockeying for position in the playoff race and trying to set up for a Stanley Cup run. Plenty of teams already considered legitimate contenders have now made significant additions to improve themselves, and the teams that appeared to be out of contention either got prospects, draft selections, or both. Now, all that's left to shake out is to see how these moves impact the teams going forward, and if what happened on the deadline ends up having a meaningful effect on who ends up hosting Lord Stanley's Cup, hoisting Lord Stanley's Cup, rather, this June. I'm Jet Stryer, and this is your home for the best quick-hitting sports news, only on Anchor. It's Tuesday, February 27th. All of Monday's basketball games are finished up. Here is your morning after in the NBA. 
The Celtics get by the Grizzlies 109-98. Kyrie Irving puts up a game-high 25 points, adding 5 assists and 6 rebounds. And Terry Rozier scores 15 points off the bench in the Boston victory. Jermichael Green goes for a 21-point, 11-rebound double-double. And Marcus Gasol scores 17 points, hands out 8 assists, and grabs 8 rebounds for Memphis in their loss. The Lakers destroy the Hawks 123-104. Nine different players for LA scoring double figures, including all five starters, with a 21.6 assist 10 rebound game from Brandon Ingram and a 19.10 rebound double-double from Julius Randle in the win. Torian Prince is the game's high point man with 24 to go with three steals, and Dennis Schroeder adds 20 points in the Atlanta loss. Chicago is beaten up by Brooklyn 104-87. Allen Crabb scores 21 points, and rookie Jarrett Allen ends his night with an 18 points and 9 rebounds in the Nets' win. Chris Dunn leads all scorers with 23 points, and rookie Lowry Markkinen scores 19 points and grabs 6 rebounds in the Bulls' loss. New York falls to Golden State 125-111. All five of the Warriors starters score in double figures, led by a game-high 26 points from Klay Thompson, who added five assists. And Kevin Durant scores 22 points and grabs nine boards in the win. Emmanuel Moutier scores 20 points to go with seven assists, and Trey Burke scores 17 points off the bench for the Knicks in their loss. Toronto crushes Detroit 123-94. Kyle Lowry and DeMar DeRozan each tie a game high with 20 points apiece, with Lowry grabbing 6 boards and DeRozan handing out 7 assists for the Raptors in their victory. On the losing side, Andre Drummond finishes up with an 18.4 steal, 18 rebound double-double, and Blake Griffin scores 12 points and dishes out 5 assists for the Pistons. The Suns are taken down by the Pelicans 125-116. Anthony Davis explodes for a 53-point, 5-block, and 18-rebound performance. And Drew Holiday chips in with 20 points and 7 assists for New Orleans in the win. Devin Booker has a 40-point outing, adding 7 assists and 10 rebounds. And rookie Josh Jackson has a 20-point, 12-rebound double-double off the bench for Phoenix in their loss. Thunder down the Magic 112-105. Paul George leads all scorers with a 26-point night to go with 8 rebounds, and Russell Westbrook just misses a triple-double, scoring 8 points, dishing out 11 assists, and hauling in 12 rebounds in the OKC win. All of the Orlando starters end the game scoring in double figures, with Aaron Gordon putting up 18 points, blocking 3 shots, and grabbing 7 boards, and Jonathan Simmons scores 19 points, gets 4 steals and 5 rebounds in the loss. Utah is topped by Houston, 96-85. James Harden has a game-high 26 points, hands out 5 assists, gets 3 steals, and hauls in 11 rebounds for the Rockets in their 13th consecutive victory. Rudy Gobert ends his night with 17 points, a pair of blocks, and 6 rebounds for the Jazz in the losing effort. Dallas outlasts Indiana 109-103. Harrison Barnes puts up 21 points, and J.J. Barea adds 19 points and 9 assists off the bench in the Mavericks' victory. Miles Turner scores a game-high 24 points to go with 11 boards, and Victor Oladipo goes for 21 points and 5 rebounds in the Pacers' loss. And the final game Monday saw the Timberwolves smoke the Kings 118-100. All five Minnesota starters score in double figures, led by a game-high 26 points from Carl Anthony Towns, who also grabbed 17 rebounds, and Andrew Wiggins adds 22 points in the win. Scalabrissier scores 20 points, and Willie Cauley-Stein finishes up with 17 points and 5 rebounds for Sacramento in their loss. That's the buzzer for this edition of the Morning After in the NBA. I'm Jet Stryer, and this is your home for the best quick-hitting sports news, only on Anchor.